of us, procrastination is not the productivity problem you think it is. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money, because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I am really, really glad you are here with me today. Before we get into today's episode, I've got a question for you. What's causing you financial stress right now, right now as you listen to the sound of my voice? According to the 2022 PwC Employee Financial Wellness Survey, 41% of employees are financially stressed and 55% are so stressed and distracted that it affects their focus. Are you one of the 41% or maybe even the 55%? Perhaps earning money is causing you stress in that you are not earning enough. Or maybe it's saving. Maybe you are missing your savings target or each time you hit it, something happens and you have to dip into it. Or perhaps it's the stock market and the performance of the stock market. And maybe that has you stressed because every time you look at the market value of your portfolio and all you see is it going down is that causes you stress. Or maybe it's spending because you are spending way, way, way too much relative to what's coming in. My specialty is helping people manage their financial stress. Sometimes that stress looks like dealing with complex situations. At other times, it looks like having to make complex decisions. And that really is when someone doesn't like the trade-off that they have to make, (laughs) they don't really wanna do that. But at the end of the day, I help people navigate those complex financial situations and decisions. And if you need help on that front, I would love for us to chat. You can book a complimentary call, tell me what's going on, why you think you might be stuck in that regard. I can tell you what I am hearing. And if we decide that working together makes sense, well, then we can talk about those next steps. But first, you need to send me a DM on Instagram, say discovery call, and then we'll get you the link to schedule a time for us to chat. But for now... Let's dive into today's show. We know it doesn't serve us, yet we also all do it to varying degrees. To what am I referring? Procrastination. Procrastination is also known as the act of delaying or putting off doing a task or making a decision. And according to Professor Joseph Ferrari of DePaul University, around 20% of U.S. adults are chronic procrastinators. Now, regarding most matters, my self-discipline and persistence, they're quite high, especially when it comes to work-related projects and deadlines and my physical and emotional fitness and health. That said, There is one personal project that's been on my to-do list for years. Now for context, I live and work out of an approximately 600 square foot one bedroom apartment. 
And recently I decided to hire a professional organizer because for the last nine years or so, I have been in a quote unquote fight with my home and am in desperate need to get a better handle on my space. And I know the reason for my struggle and I know it is emotional. After my mother died and I sold her home, I brought back two carloads of boxes. Those boxes remain on the floors of my living room and my bedroom closet unopened. Yes, you heard that right. Over the years, I would tell myself, just open a box, put the timer on for 20 minutes and get through as much of it as you can. Logical, totally makes sense, but I didn't, I don't. <laughs> I would always find something else that needs my immediate attention. And the more time has passed, it has just become clearer to me that this is just a project that I am unable to tackle without some support and more specifically objective support. Because yes, friends have absolutely offered to help me in this regard. But in an odd way, I feel like a stranger that didn't know my mother and that doesn't know me well could better help me manage the sentimental aspects of this project. My situation makes me think of this quote from Dr. Tim Cycle, and I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. But his, his quote is, procrastination is an emotion regulation problem, not a time management problem. And it turns out that I am an example of a passive procrastinator. So this is someone who delays doing a task or making a decision because they have trouble making decisions and acting on them due to their emotions. Now, this is in contrast and different from an active procrastinator or someone who thrives off of working under time and deadline pressure. Most people, including myself, judge procrastinators or indulge in self-judgment about it, believing that it is a time management issue, which is exactly what I thought it was in my case until I realized, no, there's something bigger going on here. And so when you think of it as a time management issue, you go about trying to resolve it as if all you need to do is manage your time differently. However, for some of us, time management isn't the problem. It's related to something else. And that something else shows up in different ways and for different reasons for those of us for whom procrastination is not a productivity problem. I've been thinking about procrastination in general because of this project, but also because it was a topic of conversation during a recent brunch. And afterward, I started thinking of the people who defer important financial tasks and choices that they deem unpleasant, boring, and stressful, or who simply don't get started because they don't know where to begin. And on the surface, they too blame it on a lack of time. Maybe that's even you. But if you dig a bit deeper, 
it actually has very little to do with time or even self-control. It's emotional, it's totally irrational, and it's often against your better judgment to keep procrastinating, and yet you do it anyway. I have been doing it anyway. All of this also connects to a recent speaking engagement where one participant revealed that they've been procrastinating on getting their estate plan started. Scheduling an appointment with an attorney to get the process rolling, that is actually the easy part. Understanding the emotions that are preventing them from doing it, that's a little less so. And let's face it, as much as I believe estate planning is an act of love, it does require us to confront our mortality and that can be a little unsettling. During this same engagement, another participant raised the fact that they actually have a lot of money, but it is just sitting in their savings account and they wanna do something better with it. They know they should do something better with it. So they want to invest, but they haven't because they don't know what to look for in a financial advisor. Now, I, I have this look on my face for those that are watching on YouTube because I know what they have access to. And so for them, I bet it's more about a fear of making the wrong decision about the professional that they hire, that that is what is keeping them from asking colleagues, friends, and perhaps family members for referrals. Because again, I know that they are not stuck in this position due to a lack of access to definitely people that could help them. In addition to that, though, there is probably some trepidation about possibly losing their money. All of that context is leading me to this question for you. Where in your life is being a passive procrastinator playing itself out? And if it is in the realm of money, what's a financial task or choice that you are avoiding? Knowing that there are instances when procrastination is an emotional problem doesn't mean that there isn't a cost because you and I definitely pay a price for this behavior. At times that price shows up in terms of lost time, maybe even more stress, the thing that we're trying to you know, manage and mitigate or even money. Sometimes it's money lost, or sometimes it's additional money spent, or it could be a combination of all of these different factors. So if you are listening to this and you are feeling like I am calling you out, but hopefully in a loving way, but you feel like I'm calling you out, well, guess what? You are already doing the very first thing that's required to stop procrastinating because you've admitted that you are doing it. And once you've admitted it, then you can explore the why behind it. So just like in my case, these boxes, they contain items that had meaning for my mother. And some of them will have meaning for me too, but not all of them. And that's been the hard thing for me to reconcile. But here's what else you can do if you too are a passive procrastinator. Enlist support from others. It could be family, friends, or colleagues, or it could be like what I am doing, hiring a professional. 
My point is you don't have to go from inaction to taking action alone. And I bet whatever is the task or the choice that you are avoiding, that it is something that cannot be completed in one sitting. Otherwise, you likely would have done it already. So for every task or choice that you've identified that you need to make, create a deadline for those subtasks and smaller choices and put these deadlines on your calendar. In fact, this was one of the suggestions that I made to the person who was like, you know, they know they need to do an estate plan. They haven't done it. I was like, put it on your calendar when you were going to call the attorney. Otherwise they could just, you know, have another week or another month or another quarter go by without really addressing this. Another thing is if it's possible, while you're focusing on the project that you have been delaying or avoiding, limit the number of other projects that you are doing while you are focused on bringing that thing that you've been avoided to, avoiding, I should say, to the status of being completed. Next, identify the payoffs of continuing to avoid the task and the choice because even if it is simply that you've grown comfortable with your current situation, that's a payoff. You, you are benefiting from that in some way. So identify the payoff of continuing to avoid the task. And likewise, on the flip side, identify the payoff for completing the thing that you have been procrastinating. After I'm done working with the professional organizer, I am going to get my apartment painted and I am hoping for this space to then have this just moved and feel like it once did. Ultimately, when you are trying to get to the other side of procrastinating on something that is emotionally charged, it is important to find that balance between moving forward and also not beating up on yourself if your progress is slow. This is actually when you need to be extra gentle with yourself and if necessary, amp up whatever it is that you do to take care of yourself. Why? Well, because you know what? A cluttered mind can't make wise decisions. And there are a lot of things that clutter can show up as, as we talked about in uh, the previous episode. Nor can a cluttered mind create the space for creativity nor can it make decisions that honor the time value of money, i.e. recognizing that money today is more valuable than money in the future, all things being equal. So if you are indeed a financial procrastinator and a passive one at that, um, or you are delaying a task or a decision that is related to some aspect of the intersection of your money, life, and business. Well, here's the deal. Your financial health may be dependent on you getting a handle on this. So this is a friendly reminder to get a handle on it. Well, that is it for today, folks. As always, thank you for listening all the way until the end. And if you are watching and joining us on YouTube, I thank you for doing that as well. And before you hop, look, if today's episode sparked an aha or reflection, I'd love to hear more. So please send me a DM on Instagram. 
And if you'd like some support with managing your financial stress, also send me a DM on Instagram. Once more, thank you for listening or watching today. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or this particular episode, please share it so that we can reach more people. And if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review. We do read them. And likewise, if you're watching on YouTube, please comment below. And as always, if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that buymeacoffee.com forward slash jacquette, buymeacoffee.com forward slash jacquette. I'll be back with another episode and I hope that you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money.